Hello and welcome to another Amy Talks episode. Today we're discussing the delicate issue of climate change. I'll be listing some of the ways you can help stop the world warming up to dangerous levels, the impact, extinction rebellion protests and lots more. Apologies about the sound issues uh, just before we start. There's a little buzzing noise in the sort of good news story and the outro, um, so uh, apologies about that. I was uh, not in an ideal location for recording, but I didn't want to record it again, so sorry about that. So for today's good news story, I've got quite a funny one from oddy.com, and basically... Uh, <laughs> A woman placed an online order and uh, the headline reads, Online order costs women £4,600 for 2,800 fillets of salmon. Basically, you know how it's easy to overspend when online shopping. Obviously, people you know, go to buy one thing and then come out with, with lots more. But this is so different. It says, uh, so when this woman received a receipt for her recent, recent purchase, she thought she had done just that. Instead of the £81 charge she expected to be on her bill, uh, Carla Tandazo was shocked when her bill was £4,689.98. So she had bought, basically. She couldn't imagine what she had bought would have cost that much. After all, her order was typical. She'd just bought bananas, goo- uh, noodles, chewing gum and potatoes, um, you know, things we all buy, household goods, things like that. Apparently it turns out it was a mistake on the supermarket's end as she was way overcharged for the salmon she had ordered. The quantity was incorrect by the, the shop and they <laughs> they ordered her almost 3,000 packs of salmon fillets. Now that would have been made for an interesting few years of dinners. <laughs> She received a notification from American Express basically saying that it was unusual activity, which it sort of would be, because you don't expect to be charged that much. Apparently it says uh, she'd been working from home when she made the grocery order and had spotted the 3 for £10 salmon deal just before checking out online. Um, usually a one, two pack of fillets costs four ninety nine, so it seemed, you know, the deal seemed too good to pass up, of course, which, which it kind of would, I guess. If you have an offer like that, you're not going to turn it down. Far more than one of the basket, one of the baskets was added, though. So email showed that in fact 1,404 packages were ordered in the mix-up, so meaning she was getting 2,808 2, of the salmon for this in total. The shop uh, refunded her. With, it doesn't say what shop is. Shop refunded her with the full amount charged due to the error and has apologised for inconvenience. And they even said that they would cover her next shop. What great customer service that is. I would definitely be happy if they got my order wrong and then re- and then covered my next entire shop. That'd be great. I just thought that story would make you laugh, and I'll include the link in the description of this episode so you can go and read it for yourself if you want to. So, as we know, climate change is a big topic, particularly highlighted by protests by Extinction Rebellion, the group in the UK that have basically blocked all of London's roads over sort of April um, to protest about climate change. We'll get onto that later. 
But here's some facts about climate change that you might not already know. The world is warming up really fast, obviously plastic use is kind of out of control really. Uh, a lot of initiatives are trying to bring plastic use down, which is great, but they also need to tackle the issue of why we need to use plastic in the first place. Here's a, uh, an alarming statistic for you. Americans use something like 250 million plastic straws every day. That's ridiculous. So definitely useful to kind of see if they can change that. Warming of the ocean obviously uh, isn't a good thing. It may, you know, make the summer more nice, you know, nicer, but it also brings with it extreme weather as well. Um, it's been warming of uh, 0.4 degrees Fahrenheit since 1969. You might not seem a lot, you might seem, oh, you know, 0.4 degrees Fahrenheit, that's not very much at all. If it rises any more, we'll have more extreme weather, like floods and blizzards and like really bad. Like, do you remember when America was hit with really awful, like minus 50 weather? There's going to be more of that, which isn't brilliant for them. Uh, shrinking ice caps, obviously, uh, there's no space for polar bears or Arctic animals to live anymore. It again rises our tides and makes areas more prone to uh, to flooding. On that point, actually, kind of. On the other side of the equation, deforestation is destroying rainforests and more importantly animals' habitats, which is something that definitely needs to be saved because if the habitats, you know, get taken away, a lot of people, you know, animals don't have anywhere to go and then they end up getting killed and that's how they get, how they go extinct. So uh, rain and snowfall has uh, increased across the globe, as we know. The UK was hit by quite bad snowfall last year? Must have been last year, yeah. And like, as I said, America have been hit by massive, massive um, temperature drops over the last uh, couple of months, or like over the last kind of six months. Um, some regions are actually experiencing more severe drought, uh, increasing the risk of wildfires, like California wildfires were a massive issue in California, even though they might have been started through like human kind of activity, there is also natural wildfires that do start as well because it's so hot and because the grass is so dry. Uh, lost crops obviously is a big thing for farmers because they don't, they can't grow their crops because it's too hot or, and there's no rain to kind of water them and things like that. Yeah and also drinking water shortages is going to be a big problem in future if we don't curb what we're doing now because water isn't, isn't in an infinite supply so we're going to be sat here, you know, you know, 50 or 100 years from now without any water to drink so what we as humans can't stay alive amongst all that kind of bad kind of extreme stuff there is also some good news that some species including uh, mosquitoes ticks jellyfish and crop pests are thriving booming populations of bark beetle uh, feed on like pine trees for example that's great, but they've also devastated millions of forests across the US as well. So there is, although there's an upside, there is also a downside as well. So what can we do about climate change or what are the very, very simple ways that you can change your kind of daily life, habitual life to think, oh, you know, maybe I can do some changes to help the environment. So recycle is definitely one. Uh, having a recycling bin for a start, putting different plastic and cardboard and stuff in there. But one thing I would say, check if it's recyclable before you recycle it. Because if you don't, and you, and you, if it's not and you put it in the recycling bin, the people at the 
recycling plant place who sort it out, they won't be able to basically wasted their time. So I wouldn't want to waste anyone's time. So check if I'm about to recycle something, I always check the packaging to see if it's recyclable or not. It's weird because some packages, some parts of it are recyclable, some aren't. For example, like lids on bottles and stuff, they're not recyclable, but the plastic around the bottle is, it's really weird. There are many ways to reduce your transportation emissions as well, that will make you healthier and happier and also help you save. If you save a bit of money, a good option is to take public transport, so for example, if you, you know, if you drive out, drive to work and there's a bus route or, you know, you can walk, like, take up that offer, don't just drive. Because <laughs> not only, A, not only is it not good for your exercise and kind of, you know, getting you active and stuff, it also doesn't help the environment either. It helps, it just emits more gases into the, into the air. Also, if there's somebody near you where you work at the same place, then it would be easier to share a car and be more kind of environmentally friendly that way. And also you make a friend as well, you know, chatting on the car journey and stuff. And uh, if you do have to drive, try if you can to switch to an electric or hybrid vehicle and don't drive diesel because diesel, um, is kind of one of the most pollutant um, kind of gases there is out there. So that's why places like London have created the ultra low emission zone and they're going to ban all diesel cars entering the city in next year or the year after. And also hybrid vehicles help because they use batteries and the, when you drive along on like petrol mode or whatever, it helps recharge the battery so then you can you can go in electric mode for longer. Like it doesn't have very much range now and I don't think electric vehicles are particularly I don't know, like they don't I don't think they have the right infrastructure yet. But I think in future, you know, there'll be like self charging hybrids, you know, all this stuff that, that would really kind of help. Another simple change that you can make is to change the energy efficient light bulbs. It's definitely useful because although it might not be as bright, it helps bring down your energy bills to so save money but also helps the environment as well with obviously being using less energy so takes less energy away from the national grid I suppose. One thing I always try to do is to unplug computers, TVs and other electronics when you're not using them because again they just use energy that you really don't need to and if you're charging your phone and it's charged you know unplug it don't leave it there all the, the whole time because again like you're just wasting energy also look up the energy star label when buying new appliances so if you're buying a new like dishwasher for example there's an energy there's usually an energy star label on it where you can see how energy efficient it is and the i think it's the higher to green you get the more energy efficient it is so definitely look for that because that can help do an audit of your home or workplace kind of energy supply and where you use it and where you can make the most energy saving gains because saving energy is one of the most important things to do with the environment as i guess a lot of people use a lot of it that they shouldn't there's a thing called world overshoot day uh it's a web it's on a website i've done it you can see what your world overshoot day is and by answering lots of questions about your like home energy car usage how much meat you eat how much dairy you eat etc i don't really know much about what what the date means but I know that it's really important so I definitely would go and check it out again I'll put it in the description of the show um, so you can see it and be educated I suppose about what, when your world overshoot day is. Now as I mentioned earlier uh, some people are taking their concerns straight to parliament with protesting it's not kind of recently 
sort of in the last couple of months as part of a group called Extinction Rebellion in the UK. It was all started by a Swedish girl who founded the movement School Strike for Climate Change where teenagers in lots of different countries took a day off school to protest and then that grew into kind of Extinction Rebellion. It's kind of an extreme version of climate change protesting whereby they, as I said, they blocked all of the roads in London and kind of sat there all day which, some, you know, I'm not going to put my personal opinion on it because I think it's good they're doing a, doing a good thing for, for the environment but then also blocking all the traffic of London doesn't really help. Greta, Greta Thunberg, this Swedish activist teenager, decided that we should take a stand around the world for climate change as millennials, obviously the next generation who are going to be affected by the previous generations, some would say ignorance about climate change and what it, how it's harming our environment. Thunberg dressed a group of MPs, which included like Jeremy Corbyn and uh, Michael Gove, the Environment Secretary, and in that meeting she said, This ongoing irresponsible behaviour will no doubt be remembered in history as one of the greatest failures of humankind. Uh, the protests have already been shown to work, obviously, as it got Greta around the table with these MPs, but as I said, you know, blocking London's traffic, blocking London's roads doesn't help traffic, which is sat there idle, which use more petrol, ironically. So, Donald Trump has been in the UK recently, uh, and he has had <laughs> quite a uh, conversation, with, apparently, with uh, Prince Charles about it, because obviously Prince Charles, uh, the Prince of Wales, is really kind of passionate about climate change, and he's brought it up in every speech he's done, so it's interesting to to kind of find what, what he um, and Mr Trump uh, said about it. I mean, obviously, the meeting between Mr. Tr- between Donald Trump and Prince Charles is private, so they, um, they didn't mention what he said in that, but uh, Mr Trump did an interview with Piers Morgan and said in the interview, I believe that there's a change in weather and I think it changes both ways. Mr Trump said he shared the Prince's desire for a good climate but named other nations for increasing pollution. In fact, whereas in fact his country is the most one of the most polluting countries on earth. China is the most. I think um, America comes in like second or third. Apparently, it says he did most of the talking and he was really into climate change. I think that's great. He wants to make sure future generations have climate that is good. But Mr. Trump once again placed the blame on other countries, namely China, India, and Russia, for worse air and water quality, while claiming the U.S. has one of the cleanest cleanest climates that are. Uh, I don't think I have to agree because uh, Americans A drive everywhere and B as I mentioned are one of the most polluting nations on earth. That's all I want to discuss about climate change. If you have anything to add please tweet or message me on Facebook at Amy Talks Podcast and I will be sure to join in the discussion with you. So that's all for today if again if you want to get involved and chat about climate change with me or if you have any other ideas to suggest about how to kind of help uh, yourselves and your family be more available to kind of uh, like help change the planet then please do let me know um, and I can share those tips with everyone my twitter and facebook handles are at Amy Talks Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you wish to subscribe, you can do so on iTunes, Mixcloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. On Mixcloud, it's mixcloud.com slash amytalkspodcast. And on Spotify and iTunes, just search Amy Talks and it should come up. Until next time, bye!